Well, hello and welcome to the bright side here for this special Fourth of July Woo! edition. America. <laughs> so it is seven o'clock on the Fourth of July, and uh, we were just we were thinking through this. May not be a ton of you out there listening, but if you are, tonight we'll celebrate America together. Uh, most people around now, it's most it's fireworks, really. Fireworks in my neighborhood. Um, Half of all of the fireworks in the United States are set off in my neighborhood all night long. It is. It's. A, it's a really. It's a kind of a two-sided coin having really celebratory neighbors. I know. On the one hand, zeal for life. On the other, not allowed. I know. Lots of beer, probably, and, and lots of fireworks. Yeah, they feel, go together. I feel like your. Uh, I feel like your neighbors, having been there for different holidays, yeah. they celebrate a lot of them with fireworks. They do every. I mean, mother. Mother's Day, you yeah. hear people setting off <laughs> rockets. Yeah. Holy God. Really, <laughs> I, I think somebody got a really good deal on Bob's tent full of they fireworks. They probably did. They probably, they were, it was a special, instead of the normal five for one, it was 10 for one. And they're like, we are loading <laughs> I up. I know. You we, can't pass a bargain like that up. celebrate every holiday for the next six years. <laughs> Boxing Day, all of them. That's right. Uh, Had to pack a five-year-old Billy. See what he does with it. <laughs> I, uh, I just, for the first time, uh, it was last year. It was the first time that I celebrated the 4th of July with people that uh, had access to like fireworks, fireworks. <laughs> and it was, it's, it's, uh, it's alarming because there are fireworks that you really feel like should not be legal <laughs> to be know. bought by just anyone. Cause it's like, you don't let anyone just buy a rocket launcher. Uh, you have to like show them your, I don't know, your army card, <laughs> That's right. your camouflage colored army card. <laughs> and then you can get a rocket launcher. But with fireworks, it's like, they're just like, Oh, this, yes, it can blow up a whole building. Here you go. You're, you're 18, right? Uh, it, it was, uh, it was, I think I have, I don't have true post-traumatic stress disorder, but I do have some element of, uh, of, I associate fireworks with these long nights I had in the emergency room. When I was in residency, the worst was when you had call on the 4th of July, oh. uh, because <clears throat> boy, did it. It was bad. You had a lot of injuries. Uh, right. from, mom, from the fireworks yes. or from, uh, it, well, yeah, fireworks and beer, uh, they're not a great, it's not like a great, it doesn't hone your skills well, uh, with the fireworks. She says there are 341 million um, dollars spent on beer on, on 4th of July. Like just on the one day. Well, just wow. on one day. That's 341. Impressive. That's a lot of beer. Yeah. A decent amount of that was in Tampa, Florida, because it was, uh, <laughs> you just, you had a lot of drunk people with uh, less fingers. Uh, oh, man. But you would, it was wrong. Uh, um, it, it was it was the wrong time to really uh, try new stuff with fireworks when people were real drunk on the Fourth of July, uh, and that's what I would see all night long. It was I think it was two out of my four years that I was on call on the Fourth of July during residency stuff, and um, it is you don't you don't even approach sleep. I mean you you're just yeah. you're in the ER and then the operating room and then the ER back and forth all night and then through the next day. Um, because like what would people do? Would they just light something and not throw it fast enough? Or what What kind of us, injury do you have? Did she give us some stat on injuries? Yeah, there I, is. I a, like a, there right was... here, 800 people, uh, for the past 10 years, 800 people end up in the emergency room with injuries from fireworks um, in this country on the 4th of July. So let's see. People. So 800, yeah. So let's see, Tampa. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. We probably had... A hundred of those. Uh, <laughs> wow. it was, it was a really celebratory area. No, well, uh, they, you know, they, 
uh, they explode. Uh, I realized realize I was starting way too... <laughs> Hence the term fireworks. <laughs> way too upstream on that one. <laughs> well, originally this country was under the rule of the British. Uh, so they explode and, uh, and, they, and they don't send shrapnel in the true sense of, you know, bent, twisted, sharp metal. They send shrapnel of the cardboard casing out and it's, but it's flying and it's red hot and it's going hundred miles an hour. And so that stuff explodes into people's eyes oh. uh, or they'll, you know, they'll look to see if their thing's going to go off and shoot it into their face. Oh, and geez. it really is, oh it really is tough. Uh, is this thing working? <laughs> yeah. So one guy had exploded some other, uh, some, some, somehow he exploded it in a way that it, it ended up all this splinters of, of wood were in his eye. That was when I had my, oh my gosh. when I had my, uh, my biggest lead balloon of a joke I've ever had in the operating room, uh, because, uh, we were, the guy was under general anesthesia and a uh, nice guy. Uh, and, and Dr. Callahan, who I was working with, my attending said, she's like, she always was very, uh, enunciative. I don't think that's a word, but she would say your name very, very Full, she'd, she'd say, Dr. Hunter, uh, do you, would you like to remove uh, the splinter out of this man's eye? And then I said, <laughs> first, shouldn't I remove the plank out of my own eye? And I thought it was going to go over great. And everyone, there were like eight people in the OR, and they all just stared at me. No smiles. None no, of them have directed Bible. Yeah, and it's like, oh, no, okay. Yeah, yes, I'd be happy to. <laughs> it was man. It really was. It was one of those where you, a break. you could just hear the sound of that. Was, I don't uh, understand it because usually Bible jokes go for great. Yeah, everybody, everybody says, "What well, you got another Bible joke?" In the one place they really go well, Bible trivia jokes in the <laughs> OR. They're usually you're slaying. Not it. so much. Not so much then. So anyway, that was uh, that was the association I had from all the fireworks stuff. Uh, and so, but I, you know, doing the real fireworks, I was. I'm like the super unfun dad slash friend because I'm like, oh, everybody, we got to have a perimeter, safe perimeter. <laughs> Good. Is everyone holding a large bucket of water? And uh, but we had safe fun, so that was so that was good. Do you do you do anything? Um, I, I I don't think I've celebrated Fourth of July like at your house in a really long time. No, do you, we, do you no do no we just. We just uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need, yeah, I mean, your mom for every for every holiday she has special napkins and special plates. Oh yeah, that's that true. kind of stuff. That's you know? true. That's so true. so I'm sure we have flag napkins and and plates, but um, probably a Hallmark movie. Yeah, I would guess will be in there somewhere. Yeah, and sometimes we go out on, on, on our back porch and just watch our neighbor <laughs> shoot Roman candles and stuff. Go well. That's, all right, that's really great. Mom got Lena. Uh, who, if you're if you're just now listening, first off, thanks for joining us on the Fourth of July. That's <laughs> that's really nice. It's a nice time that we found each other. Uh, but Lena's uh, my three year old daughter, Pop's three year old granddaughter, uh, got her this Fourth uh, of July dress that she's worn for like a whole month. Oh, she, she oh, she won't take it off. Yeah, she really, really loves loves America. It's like this flag dress, and she has a little flag. Um, hair, hair dealing. Uh-huh. What do and you then, call those? Uh, bow, a bow. A bow. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like a red, white, and blue. It's just. But it feels like it's have a bigger name than a bow because there's all these like. Spirely, oh, it's like a bouffant. Yeah. Like it's like, it's a bow mixed with ramen. Like it's just like <laughs> big, big and, she, and she has America sunglasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, she, yeah, that girl is patriotic. It, it really is. She's like a Coca-Cola commercial. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so we, uh, yeah, we don't really have any, uh. Any big plans? Well, I think, um, wait a minute. No, July, 
this this first week of July is Ohio. This is when we go yes. to Ohio. Yes, yeah. That's what we do every year. How did I forget that? I don't know. I yeah. did too. We only have one vacation a year. Yeah. Maybe that's why. That's the, probably the reason. All the, the Most of the family gathers together at my sister's place in Lake Erie, and uh, yeah. and it is awesome. It really is, because uh, those... The, now, Putin Bay... Ohio, Lake oh. South Bass Island. That's got that's got to be at least a quarter of the beer that's that because that, that place is a, the world's longest bar, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and uh, and uh, or at least that's what they, that's what they say, and and they celebrate to the extent that. We can't go into town that night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You really do have to stay out. Because, it's just like... Yeah, if you... Heaven help you if you forgot that you needed to buy bread or something like that, because uh, you can't... You cannot make it through. They're all really nice. Yeah, uh, very, very nice. But uh, I, I remember as a kid that I went there, and uh, and this was before I had uh, any sense of uh, shame or uh, or what I was supposed to be embarrassed about, and I did karaoke at a at a... It was just a chowder restaurant. <laughs> I assume it was karaoke, but I did I did uh, Billy Ray Cyrus's "Achy Breaky Heart," oh, and I still remember the this, this sense of fear it put in me that this really really tan old woman came up and put her arm around me and was like, "Yeah, you're a lot of fun. We're going to the beer barrel later. Are you gonna come?" <laughs> oh and I was like, ah! "I was like seventh grade." <laughs> yeah, it really scared me. All right, with that, we have to go to our first break. We'll be back after this to talk more about Fourth of July and freedom. Yes. Welcome back to this special July Fourth edition of the Bright Side. Celebrating America. Woohoo! America, where we help each other. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's how it ties into the bright side. That's right. Let's go help somebody. That's, that's exactly right. So uh, where Pop as the resident history expert, <laughs> uh, because uh, I don't know if our listeners know this. I Probably some of them do. Uh, I'm assuming many of them will find this later on podcast, if I just had to guess. Because again, seven... 15 p.m. on a Thursday, on a on a Fourth uh, of July night. It seems like most people will be setting off fireworks. But uh, as the history, uh, as a history expert, because that's uh, that's what your original, you know, uh, field of study yeah, was history and government. Uh, what is July Fourth? I know it has something to do with America in general, <laughs> and there's and there's some, there's a war or something. So, uh, do you have any history fun facts for I us? I do. For this I do. July Fourth. Well, a holiday does doesn't. Celebrate the signing of the Declaration. Uh, celebrates the the adoption of the Declaration of Independence by the Second uh, um, Continental Congress. Oh, okay. Um, so it was this was when they officially said we okay the right. adopting. I guess this must be some kind of like yeah. judicial term, like, yeah, like legislative. Yeah, term. They, okay. yeah, exactly. They and only two of the signers signed it on actually on uh, July fourth. I'm going to guess them. John Hancock. Yeah. Is he John, really? Yeah, John yeah, Hancock really. always a good That's guess. Really good. And it's correct. All right, John Hancock and uh <laughs> mm, the other one, I mean, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> no. Darn it. So only two. So did everybody I guess that would have been in times when travel was not the same as it is now. They don't hop on the correct. train. Correct. Yes. Correct. So they didn't I, say, okay, everybody come back because we're signing this. I remember that was the thing that stuck out the most to me from the John Adams book by David McCullough. Um, that was a, was a long book. No. I started reading that about 11 years ago. I just finished it yesterday. <laughs> wow. It was it's a long book. But he but it, it starts off the very beginning of the book. It is him <clears throat> making his way either to the First or Second Continental Congress. And it's just 
he does such a good job of painting a picture of the journey itself is enough for a whole story. I mean, just getting there because it's, it's, it's days and days and days of freezing cold and, you know, and, and it's, it's on these roads that aren't really roads. Mm -hmm. It's amazing that like with wooden wagon wheels, the, the less bumpy version was let's lay logs on top of each other or let's lay a bunch of rocks wow. on top of each other, you know? Wow. And, then, and so, you know, that's better than just <laughs> falling in ditches in the forest, but it was, uh, I guess it was hard to get there. So everybody got there later and then caught up and signed it. Probably. Well, you, you mentioned John Adams. John Adams actually wanted to, the deco the Independence Day to be July 2nd. Oh, really? Uh, which was... Your anniversary. The, yes, uh, my anniversary. Yeah. And, and I'm sure it was for that reason, but for, for another reason... <laughs> Peering into the future. <laughs> uh, it's the day that the Congress voted for independence was on July 2nd. Oh. And, and um, so... Um, and the 4th was when they... Uh, they approved the, the declaration, the actual document. That's interesting. That, yeah. I mean, that's a group. That's a, you got to be a really, really ideals-focused, brave set of yeah. men. And then throw in, I bet you there had to be some element, in a good way, of a little bit of peer pressure where, like, I can't imagine that any every single one of them totally independent, everybody else would be like, yes, I'm going to. I'm going to sign this here where it's a guaranteed death warrant if I know. this doesn't work out. Uh, yeah, when they place their lives, their their uh, their honor, their fortunes, hmm. you know, they were they were serious. Yeah, I mean, they were. They, it was at that bigger cost because the British were overwhelmingly better organized. And I think I think <clears throat> sometimes uh, people forget that. I'm gonna. This is gonna sound a lot like how, when Donald Trump says that. A lot something a lot of people don't know is that the <laughs> British Army was much much bigger. Uh, I, I it's uh, it's it's true though. Because, and I think that one maybe actually it does get lost over time. The the overwhelming odds that yeah. we would lose. Because yeah, we're on our home territory and all that stuff. But um, Britain had been uh, kicking tail and taking names for the previous oh three hundred years, <laughs> yeah. uh, and so nobody really messed with them. I mean, they, that was uh, right around the time. It wasn't too long after that. That was the whole "the sun never sets on the British uh, Empire." Yeah, yeah. The British Empire, because mm -hmm. they just they had such a dominant navy, and so I mean, I'm sure they must have uh, must have really. That's where we got our heart for the underdogs. I mean, we've been the underdogs since the beginning yeah. of this country, and we still have we still root for the underdog. I mean, mm -hmm. that's that's what we do. It's part of the DNA of our country. Yeah, I think that uh, that that is the DNA, and and we've been we've we've been top dog for a while. You know, America. You know, you see those charts of here's our military, and then here's the military of the next twenty nations all stacked <laughs> on top of each other, and still isn't as much. And uh, and and so. Not that David McCullough is my only source of information, but he's the main one. Uh, that 1776 books, book that he wrote specifically about this, uh, it looked so bad in 1775. And, you know, George Washington got his tail kicked and sent out of New York and was on the run. And then, I mean, it was just that a daring Delaware River crossing and stuff like that that was could have gone the other way, mm. except uh, everyone was uh, crazy drunk on the other side, <laughs> which was... Which is really good. I think that's a great battle tactic that they're all like, where am I going? Oh, no. <laughs> Should not have had that 11th beer. Oh, the Hessians. They love their booze. <laughs> and George Washington preyed upon it. Um, but, yeah, it was it was an underdog story from the beginning. And I think it's possible that that's some of what causes some of the discord that's so intense right now. I mean, there's so much... 
you know, such polarity on opposite sides of, of the right and left and, you know, everyone's enemies with each other. Uh, because it's it, when you don't have a common enemy, when you forget about it for a little while, uh, that's a different, that's a different vibe, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it was mm-hmm. something that was there really for a really long time and everybody hates terrorists and all that stuff. I mean, I think people agree on that, but it's, but there's not like a real name there. It's not, you know, nine 11 when everybody was united and it's not world war two or world war one. It, it's, uh, it's, it's a time where there's, you know, <clears throat> kind of <clears throat> idle minds, looking for things to feel really impassioned about. And, uh, and not that people don't believe the stuff that they say they believe, but I probably, they probably wouldn't yell about it quite so much. I know. I feel I like know. that's, I feel like the part of it. Okay. That got off track. Any other historical there's two. Yeah. There's two really cool gifts that we got on, on July 4th, celebrating July 4th. Both of them coming from France. Really? Yes. man. You hear that, Macron? <laughs> thanks, thanks, buddy. Thanks for the gifts, man. Yep, yep. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> I don't know how to say thank you in French. S'il vous plaît. Merci. Say, that's it. Merci. I knew that. I was like, it's a word. Merci it's a, beaucoup. Merci, right. Thank you very much. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> in 1803, uh, the Louisiana Purchase is announced to the American people on the 4th of July. Thank you, Napoleon. The uh, land. Uh, Purchased from France, which the price, man, he must have. I mean, this was we like got a good deal on that. We one. got a good deal. This is like somebody was a bargainer because we got 827,000 square miles of <laughs> land, which is 529 million acres. Wow. 529 million acres. For fifteen million bucks, yeah, that's a good deal. Oh my goodness, yeah. and and rights to New Orleans and all the trade and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, that's right because that was been port- <clears throat> when ports were really that was really the big main deal. trading port, and also furs. For furs, whatever, they were pelts were the deal back then. <laughs> that's right. I guess when you don't have like people making those uh, those those puffy winter jackets, you know the puffy ones that look like a marshmallow. <laughs> Uh, where they didn't have Oh, those. yeah, with all the down inside. Yeah, stuff yeah. In, yeah. yeah it looked like a quilt. Yeah, was, when somebody wears that, they look like you just kind of want to push them down the stairs because you know it'd be— Or sell them a tire. <laughs> <laughs> or buy a tire from them. That's right. The Michelin jackets. But they didn't have that, so you had to go uh, kill uh, 100 beavers, and then— you were going to be warm that winter. I know. <laughs> the beavers saw you come and go, oh, oh man. man, come on. It's mine. I grew this. Doggone it. Yeah, I'll chop down. Let me chop down one more tree, okay? I just I just want to do what I love for one more hour. Those because that's what beavers do. But they did. They had they had tons and tons of uh of new territory to explore uh and uh they sent off uh, the, that's famous Mary Meriwether Lewis and uh, nice Clark's first Clark. name was uh, I'm gonna go with Mark Clark because <laughs> I I can't All remember right. it exactly but they went off and that was the that was the whole uh, territory uh, they they did the expedition they explored Louisiana and they're like you guys won't even believe how many pelts <laughs> billions and then we uh, we all rushed into that territory. Uh, just like we're going to rush in to this next break. Oh, and then they're going to hear about the second gift from France. Oh, that's right. Ah, there's two. Hanger. All right. Oh, and you're lucky on the podcast. You don't even have to wait. All right. We'll see you in a minute. Welcome back to The Bright Side on 1025 WFLA News Radio. 
This is not the only place you can find the bright side, by where, the way. Where else? You know, I was researching the internets and uh, came across these. They're called podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah. I'm not sure where the pod comes from, to be totally <laughs> honest. Uh, maybe iPod stuff? I'm not sure where it comes from. However, you can listen to these shows anytime. The gym, in your kitchen, uh, hiking through the woods, pretty much any place uh, because you download these podcasts. They're on iTunes and you just look at uh, look for The Bright Side with Joel C. Hunter, who is the wise man seated over here to my left. If you're me, if you're sitting in front of us, to my right. And uh, those are the podcasts on iTunes. I, uh, I keep forgetting to say something about them, so I uh, yeah. figured, figured that'd be good to do. That's cool. So before we left... <laughs> We were talking about uh, the the long friendship we've had with France, which I think people sometimes forget. Yeah. Uh, because you get all the whole, you know, white flag waving, surrender monkeys, all that stuff. <laughs> and uh, and it's and it's toxic out there. <laughs> and so that is uh, <laughs> Surrender monkeys. I've never heard that. Oh man, you should hang out with my friends. They're very and you got some harsh friends. Oh, they're very fierce geopolitically. <laughs> but but you know, a lot of people forget two things. One, up until uh, World War One, World War Two, uh, and it really was World War. Uh, one that was uh, where everybody was dressed like the old, you know, I think they, they were called the Hussars. The, they had the, they, they looked like they were going to go march off into a battle a hundred years before, but they bravely, I mean, they just rode horses into machine gun fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that, and that was when they realized they were like, whoa, this is going to be a different war. But everyone, the officers all stood up and had their white gloves and they, they, they never crouched or kneeled because yep. that was without honor. And, um, so, you know, I just wanted to dispel that myth, uh, and then because World War II didn't go, didn't go good. Didn't uh, go well. Yeah, right. and then you have uh, Vichy, France, and all that stuff. But there's this long history of friendship, and they, I mean, they really, they really bailed us out during the Revolutionary War too. Yeah. Um, and the so, anyway, Huguenots. Uh, the Huguenots. The Huguenots. It's actually pronounced Huguenot, but. Oh. We've always pronounced it Huguenots. That's very American of us. Yes. I, I had a Latin teacher once that gave me the. Uh, the the pro tip. He was one of those guys who spoke like eleven languages. I never understood those people, those polyglots that just know every language. Wow, I know. Um, but uh, in French, uh, it's the consonants of the word deposit, D P S and T. Those are the ones you don't pronounce at the end of the word in French, which I thought was well, very how interesting. about that? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, like, we oui, we oui, that might have a T at the end of each. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, wheat wheat <laughs> wheat wheat. <laughs> so uh, the second gift from the French. The what, what second was that one? gift. It was a birthday present. It was birthday in, present it, for America in 1884. Okay, so now we're getting we're like a hundred years out after the war. A little That's more right. Than that. Okay. That's right. 1884. They presented it as the Statue of Liberty. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. That and, uh, makes sense. Yep. And, and 151 feet tall. Uh, most people do know that, but they didn't know that it came from Paris, shipped in hundreds of pieces. And huh. we had to assemble it. It's kind of <laughs> like, really here's great. a puzzle. It's like giving Put somebody like an Ikea dresser and being like, good luck. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's really, really funny. Yeah, I guess it would have to because, I mean, yeah, that's a really, at that time, that'd be a really big barge to have uh, 
taking across the Atlantic. I mean, well, that would be a challenge. Would be, and they didn't they didn't get it assembled for two years, so they didn't get it in 1886. Cool. That also feels kind of American. Like, <laughs> no, like they, they, we'll get around to yeah. that. Yeah. Like, oh, geez. <laughs> the Frenchies gave us a, yeah. a statue of his woman. Thanks, guys. All right, well, we'll look, at, we'll look into that. Homer. Uh, yeah. When you're in your overtime, go down. I, and I think, you know, um, it originally, I mean, it still is, but it's, it was, I think it had a lot, it was copper, a lot of copper in it or something mm-hmm. like that. And then, and then that uh, oxidized over time or the zinc had some reaction or something, but that's why it's green now. But I think it was mm-hmm. like shiny and a different color originally. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd have to go ask Grover Cleveland. <clears throat> yes, you would. Uh, he it, was there. It wouldn't be, I'd, I'd have other questions probably first. <laughs> Grover, how did <laughs> you get your name? <laughs> yeah. Where's <laughs> off props on the success heights you've reached with the name Grover Cleveland. <laughs> I know. Man, you made it all the way to the presidency <laughs> no, with, with a name that would get you beat up in the schoolyard. Yeah, really. That's uh that was I think he was an Ohioan guy. I think he, he was. He, was he? As there was, oh yeah, there, were eight, known. there were eight presidents that came from Ohio. Really? Yeah. How about we're that? I think we're the highest uh, producing state. I grew up in Ohio that for you um who are wondering why I'm so uh, um keen on Ohio. Um but uh, I think we're the highest Maybe one of the highest produ- uh, I, Well, I, I, I'm, I'm doubting myself now. I wouldn't be but surprised. But one of the highest produ- yeah, I mean, I really, producing states. I really wouldn't uh, be surprised because the only place you have any, you have any, mm-hmm. uh, any competition with would be like, I would guess, Virginia, New York. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't think there's been a ton of people out of like the other Ohio River Valley area. Uh, <laughs> Kentucky. Um, here's, here's, my, uh, here's, Lincoln. here's my most. Oh, yeah, man. Well, but yeah. two states claim him. Yeah, well, Illinois and Kentucky, yeah. right? Yeah. Here's my most useless... Uh, this is my favorite piece of trivia about okay. Ohio. Ohio is the only state out of the 50 of the United States that has no letters in common with the word mackerel. That's a true oh. story. That is, and where, where would you run across I that? I don't know. I, uh, I read it once and I was like, that's not true. And I went through and I thought, and it's absolutely true. And uh, you, oh can, you can really uh, use that, that, uh, that piece of trivia to your advantage some way. If you find out how to use that to your advantage, let me know. Contact us uh, <laughs> he's because been, he's been looking. I've been waiting, and this is the closest it's come. I got to say it on a podcast that's radio show thing. Uh, remarkable. But, yeah, but that's true. Uh, mackerel. It has uh, a letter. Every other state in the union has at least one letter in common with that, uh, but uh, but not Ohio. So, Statue of Liberty, huh? Uh, that's uh, that's a good gift. That's yeah, really nice. It's a very good gift. I wonder what that is that makes nations. Uh, that's like an, an international diplomacy type thing, I guess. I mean, it it seems that's clearly expensive. Clearly, a lot of time uh-huh, and thought was put uh-huh. into that. It's 110 years after the war happened, uh-huh. uh, and and then they just uh, said, "Here you go." You I know, know. That's, that's really. I'm not sure what prompted the gift. It was. I, I don't. I don't know either. Because do we? I don't know. Have we? Besides, like the Marshall Plan, which was a pretty big gift to just Europe. Yeah. Uh, uh, in general, it, it doesn't seem like we really do a lot of stuff where we like, uh, like make something and give it to people. You yeah, know? I don't know that there has. I I I would have to go back in in my history books and see if there's any physical presence besides money that we've given uh, other countries. I just don't know. I could see I could see like someone cool like Theodore Roosevelt like just building like a huge, just sending a huge statue of himself kind of as a half of as a joke <laughs> to like India and being like, ah, bully, bully. <laughs> Look at old Theodore. Put, <laughs> was, put that on top of a hill and charge up it. <laughs> That's right. He was, uh, he was an interesting guy. I read a David McCullough book about him. Uh, oh, yeah. I like that David McCullough. I should read those books again. Um, all right. So we were going over some historical uh, trivia about the 4th of July 
and you have uh, told us already that it wasn't actually on the 4th of July that it was signed uh, and uh, for most people. And then the other thing you told us was the French gifts. Uh, anything else interesting? The average age of the signers of the Declaration of Independence was... Uh, wait, let me guess. Um, I'm going to say 34. Well, close. Is it? Yeah, well, it was actually 45. But but it, it ranged between... Benjamin Franklin. Oh, I wasn't thinking was of Franklin. 70. He drug it. He, yeah, he threw the bell he curve really, way off. Really, really yeah. messed up the curve. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> but he was seventy years old. My age, I can't imagine being seventy years old back then and and getting to do something like that. That would be awesome. Yeah, you went a different direction with that than <clears throat> I thought. I thought you were going to talk about how like you didn't have any air conditioning or anything. That just shows <laughs> what a superior human you are. I was like, you're you're not kidding. I bet pajamas were so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I would have loved to take part in changing the world. And I'm like, oh, outhouses must have been freezing. <laughs> That's really great. Um, all right. So, but um, the youngest, let me tell you the youngest. Okay. Oh, wait, let, me, let me guess. 34. Close. Okay. 26. 26. Yeah. Now that's Edward really Rutledge. That, that's really interesting. Rutledge. I feel like he was like a, the governor of somewhere like New uh, something. He was. I'm going to say he was the governor of Rutlandia. I don't know where he was the governor. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know what? We have to go to this break now. But when we get back, uh, that's such an interesting thing to picture to to realize that there were young people by yeah. most people's standards. You know, especially people that are listening to this podcast. I'm guessing. I, I bet we don't have a lot of 12 year olds tuning in. Um, that young people were part of forming what is now yeah. this this nation uh, and and what that means for today. So uh, we'll we'll go over that when we get back. Welcome back to the bright side. This is News Radio 1025 WFLA. This is our American July 4th patriotic edition. That's right. Picture in your mind a flag waving oh, and people saluting beautiful. and people with their hands over their Those hearts. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember that Ray Charles one? Oh, uh, yeah, America. man. Yeah, Ray. So I, that used to come on when I was, this is true, I, I would, uh, when I finally got enough seniority and residency to be able to choose what music played during my cataract surgery cases, which oh, really? takes a long time. <laughs> Don't let you play you what you You gotta earn that. Oh, huh? the number of times I had to suffer <laughs> through the song Funky Town. <laughs> Ah, endless <laughs> hours of unendurable tedium. Um, but uh, I finally got to play my own music, and I, I would play these old Ray Charles songs, but oh, the yeah, number of times yeah. that that song came on during a cataract surgery, it was going well, and I was like, I couldn't, I literally couldn't be happier than I am right now. <laughs> this is a beautiful That's moment. awesome. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, that and that I Can't Stop Loving You song. That was a good song. Oh, I can't stop loving you. You betcha. Um, and Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Man. I uh, I really thought the movie Ray was going to make me like all those songs, and so I like bought the album yeah. and stuff, and then it didn't really do. And then whatever happened a couple of years later, I was really into it. It was really good. Uh, that was a sad movie, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of America, yes, uh, we were talking just before the break about the the surprising level of youth gathered uh, at the at the Declaration of Independence signing and the ratification of that. The whole Se Second Continental Congress. Um, because George Washington, who was, I believe, at that time in his, I want to say, early forties or mid forties, yeah. was one was like kind of the elder statesman, except for Benjamin Franklin, who was over in the corner, you know, inventing <laughs> know. bifocals that and guy stuff. Yeah. Was incredible. <laughs> well, we have to. You got to take a couple of things into consideration. First of all, um, the lifespan back then was not um, huge like it is today, um, and so 
when you were in your forties, you would have been considered on on your you know on on, in on your, your back nine in your in your back nine. Um, but the other thing was that power didn't come with seniority. Power came with both um, being a property owner, hmm. um, having um, the level of literacy and thinking capabilities um, that these guys are. I mean. The documents they put together oh are my brilliant. When you, brilliant. When you read this, their letters to each other that they, they didn't know people would be reading later. I'm like, golly. <laughs> no. Why can't I talk like of that? a monkey, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because they, they really were. Uh, they, their ability to, uh, not just their ability to write beautifully. And, and, you know, I imagine when they talked, it still was very much more uh, impressive sounding than, like, say, that sentence just was. <laughs> 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 oh, how far we've come. <laughs> oh, how far. But uh, when they talked to each other, I'm sure there was a certain level of fluency that was different than with their writing, but their ability to put together coherent yeah. ideas and logical arguments. I mean, the, the federal fed, Federalist Papers, you know, arguing for oh, wow. a, a more centralized government mm. and uh, their ability to to reason through this stuff and and what they used that for, which was... Hey, uh, a lot of times the person who just happens to be the son of whatever the king was that we had, that might not be the best person in this uh, this meritocracy yes. idea, yeah. uh, which was uh, not like it had never been seen on earth, but on a grand experimental scale like that, nothing before. Like, and they, that's why I think they put so much work into trying to figure out how to make that endure. Yeah, they still call this the grand experiment. Our government's got the grand experiment, but um, but it's... It's such an, a privilege to live in this place where it's, it literally is self-determining. And if it goes down the tubes, it's our fault, yeah. you know, because, because uh, in, in no other country in the world do we have, is there the kind of creativity and the sense of responsibility um, and, and, and the sense of <clears throat> um, kind of... In the old terms, in the old days, it was called uh, a sense of manifest destiny. Mm-hmm. I mean, here, we were a people who we felt uh, was led of God to create something new and and wonderful. And and the main fear was the old institutions that we'd come from. Uh, the it, we the, we were still young enough um, and fresh enough to have a respect for um, authority. Um, I mean, we weren't just a bunch of, you know, gangs hanging around trying to figure out what to do. So there was a respect for authority, but there was also this fresh um, memory of what how easily th- authority is corrupted. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what we were reacting against. Yeah, and, and throwing off this, 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 these chains of what at the time was literally uh, a fate that was being determined an ocean away and, and kind of just being used and not, and not having any representation of yourself. Uh, and it's really interesting to see how that has uh, evolved over time because the, the work put into uh, the, f- the framing of the Constitution and, and the work that, uh, you know, getting this bicameral legislature and all the other stuff that Madison and, the, and, the, and his uh, and his helpers, the the Madisonettes, <laughs> uh, they put together trying to trying to frame it so that there'd be a representation, you know, this government, you know, of the people yeah. and for the people and by the people. It it was uh, it was different then than it was than it is now. Yeah. Um, and 
what's really interesting to watch is how we now have the ability to uh, put in our own thoughts and influence on government on such a wide scale that that's part of what people use as an excuse to not put in any thought at all. You yeah. know, uh, it, it's what difference does my vote make? Uh, because everybody can mm. vote. Uh, and, and it's, it's kind of sad because it's such a, uh, it's, it's such an opposite way. It's looking at the world upside down. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's because of that. I mean, that's the exciting part. Everybody gets to do that. Yeah. You know? And there's, you know, I think that there's work put in, um, into suppressing the vote in, in some places sometimes and, yeah. and, and all that stuff just, it's frustrating. Cause well, it's, there's, and the, there's another difference here because the, our time compared to that time, we we really do have the twenty four hour news cycle, and so we're vaguely aware of of some of the very important issues. Um, at the same time, but though, I did find out Kylie Jenner she got a new dog, uh, so that was. <laughs> that, and I would have known some that. of those things sneak into. <laughs> <laughs> at least we have access to the to the to one of the big issues, but we don't. We're not as studied back then. If you read. Um, the Federalist Papers, you you increase your IQ ten points yep. because because it was so well done and so detailed and so well thought out. And now to listen to what is typical broadcast news, it kind of dumbs you down because it it just provokes your your um, emotions yeah. instead of really educating you thoroughly on the topic. It's a very different yeah. And there's deal. this and there's this really there's this really uh, damning state of mind, this declaration of of what your of what your intellect is when we talk about it being as you know as wide as an ocean and deep as a puddle. Um, but that's that's kind of what everything's built around right now. There's you if something is uh, at all uh, boring you, you can Im- immediately change it to something else that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And, your, and your Facebook feed is designed to hold you for longer by having you look at different things that might be interesting to you. And and there's algorithms and machine learning to build that stuff to keep you on that page for the longest amount of time yeah. possible. Uh, and they've done it brilliantly. Yeah. Um, and to the point where uh, most people I know don't go, won't go number one to the bathroom, won't go number one without their phone. That's a great description. Yeah. You're right. We're so addicted. Yeah. We don't want to miss anything. What am I going to, what do I do? Look at the wall for 45 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Um, and so it's uh, it's something where there's there's this intentionality to uh, not think a specific way uh, or not to not to think about things in in the way that's approved of or something like that. It's not like there's this predecided. This is exactly what's right for you to think, but there is a a right way to approach problem solving, mm-hmm. uh, and it's to gain the depth uh, and learn about things because you don't have to be as deep as a puddle on this stuff. You really can. You, the Federalist Papers are available to buy. You can they even get them. Are. You can get them even on Kindle. Uh, and and so, and then if you're like me, you'll read them uh, once and have no idea what they say. And then again, <laughs> and understand like ten percent of it, uh, because you can you can learn and, and dig deeper into this stuff. And and that's something that I think everyone from both sides of the aisle, everybody who just loves freedom in general, yeah. which I think is both. Sides. Freedom and uh, free. Uh, it's it's not free. It has the cost of, of really learning and really engaging and really helping, helping yep. your neighbor, um, right. which is what this show's all about. You betcha. So happy 4th of July, Pop. Happy 4th of July to everybody else listening. And uh, that's it for this week. We'll see you next time. Yeah.